Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Hey there, welcome back to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron. I'm the co-host here with Dr. Banning, and Dr. Banning is fresh from out of town, sitting across from me in the studio here at the uh, White House Studios. Dr. Banning, welcome home. Good to be home. Now, how was your trip? It was good. Uh, I just drove there and drove back instead of flying. Oh, yeah. I prefer sometimes to drive as opposed to flying. Why? Um, I'd rather fly. Except really? for the, I don't like the hassle of having to rent a car and well, all that. it's like 350 miles from here to St. Louis. Yeah. So um, that was an easy trip. Plus, I, I don't mind just being by myself and listening to books or videos or something like that. Yeah. So Or music, getting reacquainted with some of the oldies. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah. I saw you were listening to a little CCR. Yeah. And people don't know this, but. We share music. You and I, we'll yeah. let each other know what we're listening to. I don't to. know near music near as well as you do, but I have my little favorites. So. Well, I, well, I don't know chiropractic as well as you do. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're even. Okay. All right. But what, so. what were you doing out of town? What was this? Um, it was a temporal mandibular joint seminar, basically a jaw seminar. Okay. For people with, t- it's called TMJD. Okay. Temporal mandibular joint dysfunction. Now, is that the TMJ that we're all familiar with hearing about? Well, TMJ is not really. It's like TMJ stands. It's that's a joint, temporal mandibular joint. That'd be like I have wrist joint. I have, <laughs> okay. I have finger joint. <laughs> I have shoulder joint today. So okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So if I said I have shoulder joint dysfunction, yeah, that's so TMJD stands for dysfunction. Okay. Yeah, and it's basically your jaw. Yeah. Or your jaw. You know, you got your chin. Then if you come, if you take both fingers on your chin, you just come straight back. There's an angle yes. of your jaw. This is called the mandible bone, but we call it, it's a lower jaw. Then you come up to your ear and you'll, you'll feel an area just in front of your opening where your ear is, where there's a ball in a cavity and a disc. That's your temporal mandibular joint. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, I've often heard people speak of TMJ, you know, I, I think. A lot of people have heard that before. So what is it? Well, um, it's jaw pain. And it can be very debilitating, a very debilitating condition. And so um, it's the second most common musculoskeletal condition. In other words, area that causes pain. You got face pain, basically. Okay. Along your jaw. Um, I mean, there's billions of dollars spent on it every year. And so what will happen is people will you know, they'll, they'll develop this excruciating pain where they can't move their jaw. Um, or it's excruciating to the point where they can't open it up and, and eat a whole lot of food. Mm-hmm. They have to chew soft stuff. Um, it, you know, you can't kiss with it. Um, you can't talk. Um, That's terrible. You can't eat. And so, I mean, we've had people come into our office. We've, I've taken care of TMJJ for, for years. But when they get, you know, when they start... Talking about their chief complaints, like, man, I'd like to have some solid food. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm with you. Let's get you to eat and let's fatten you up a bit. You know, um, or when they talk on the phone, they can't talk to their family or their friends because it hurts so much. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things, if you've never had it, you don't want it. 
But when you, you get it, it's like, okay, I see this. So when it gets really bad, you can have spasms. You can have ringing ears, uh, dizziness, all kinds of fun stuff. So does that, how do you get it? What causes it? Um, well, there's a lot of things that can cause it. It's a lot of things can be lifestyle issues. Um, you know, obviously you can have trauma. Now, have, have, have you ever watched, uh, well, I watch MMA fights and stuff like that. I know sure. I'm kind of crazy. But no, that's fun to watch. I love that stuff. It is. But have you ever noticed when somebody's trying to choke someone out, what do they do? They lower their chin. No, I have not noticed that. Okay, so they lower their chin to, to protect their airways. Well, guess what? That, that chin's getting cranked on, and so that's going to create a lot of jaw issues. Um, grinding your teeth at night, we call that a bruxism. If you grind your teeth, uh, that's going to lead to jaw problems. Uneven bites, um, say sleeping on your stomach. Oh, I do that sometimes. Stomach sleeper. So your jaw is like a bucket handle. Um, it can handle a lot of pressure in the up and down position where you chew, you know, yeah, that kind of things. But it can't handle side stresses, which is what you would do when you sleep on your side. Your mouth usually opens up and you get the, and you kind of drool on the pillow, but it'll put a strain on that jaw because it'll push your jaw sideways. Okay. And people don't know about that. Um, yeah, I've never thought of that. Yeah. Um, so it's best to sleep on your back um, or sleep on your side and just make sure you're supported. I put a pillow between my shoulders and just lay straight on my side, and, and that works out pretty good. Um, That's a good tip. <laughs> I may try that myself. Yeah. And a lot of people will, will chew gum or hard candy. Now, I chew gum a lot. And I know it's a bad habit. Um, I, re- I remember in school being taught that chewing gum, period, was a bad habit, that you shouldn't do it. I had a, I had a teacher that was very, very, I mean, you, you get caught with gum in her class and you, you were in trouble. Really? Yeah. She, That's interesting. She taught that it was a bad habit. But mm-hmm. I do, I don't know, I love chewing gum. Things like apples, uh, Dagwood sandwiches. <laughs> That's a big old sandwich. The Dagwood sandwich. <laughs> yes. You know how a snake opens its mouth, it dislocates its mouth. Well, that's yeah. about what you have to do with a Dagwood. So if you order the Meat Mountain over here at Arby's near us, you're going to have to dislocate a jaw. I don't even know what the Meat Mountain is because I don't go to Hardy's. <laughs> Arby's. It was Arby's. 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 Oh, okay. yeah. That sounds more like an Arby's <laughs> name because Hardy's doesn't have weird names like that. No, but I like Hardy's. Do you? <laughs> well, good for you. Uh, nuts. Chewing ice is a big one. Now the dentists, I mean, when you chew ice, you can you can break a crown, you can break a filling loose, yeah, or you can create a lot of jaw problems with that. Um, you know, gosh, and these are causes. Yeah, red meat, wild game foods. Now, how does that cause TMJ? Just the chewing? Oh yeah, the chewing. Wild game foods can be kind of chewy. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes these people just need to get on a liquid diet. But uh, another thing is, and this is a really big one, is posture. We didn't talk about that a lot, but posture is everything. If you have forward head posture, I mean, do do a little uh, experiment with me, okay? Okay. Sit up straight. Pretend you've got good posture. Pull the shoulders back. <laughs> Who are you, my mom? Back. Yeah, just pretend <laughs> for once. Feel your jaw. No, no, don't. Uh, all right, now take your teeth. All right. And you can put them straight together. No effort at all. They come straight together. With good posture, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Like this. I'll show you. Hold on. All right. Too All bad right. we're not a video podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this will be great. 
So I'm upright, my shoulders are back, my head square over my shoulders, and open and close your mouth. The teeth come together very nicely. Your jaw is in a good position. Now, pull the shoulders back, take your head back all the way, and then open and close. Do you see how that pulls your jaw back so far? Yeah. All right. Now, just the opposite. Take your head and put it down on your chin and feel your jaw. Feel the slack mm-hmm. in your jaw? I do. Okay. So people with forward head posture have slack in their jaw. Their jaw just protrudes forward, and it stretches those ligaments. But it creates a lot of stress in the area at the base of the skull, which is that joint right next to the temporal mandibular joint. And so people that sit at a desk and turn their head and look forward all day long, I don't know, 40 hours a day. That's a long day, Dr. Banning. (laughs) Five, six days a week. How many years? They will develop jaw problems. Yeah. And, you know, forward head posture is a great, great tool to evaluate so many things. But, you know, that's one of the big causes. And so what do we have happening now? What are kids doing right now? Playing video games. They're looking forward all the time. Their parents give them this little phone or this iPad and they put their head forward. So we've got a ton of people that are going to be having more temporal mandibular joint issues as they get older. Okay. Okay. So, uh. You know, it's important to have a good workspace. Uh, you know, make sure you're upright, you have good posture. But uh, it's in, in driving in the car, too. A lot of people will drive with their shoulders forward and their head forward, you know. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a good work area. Can you give us an example of what uh, that would just, be? Well, you just want to have the, the the tube or the whatever it is you're looking at positioned up in a, a good height. Okay. You don't want glare on your tube because that way you have to look forward and squint um you know so, preferably a sit stand desk would be great yeah that's but, uh, this, i'm a big fan of those yeah still the same thing is is if, if you're looking at a computer all day there's really no way you got to take breaks got to take breaks probably every 30 minutes and just stretch. oh my goodness i don't do that yeah you got to otherwise your brain and your body are just going to I think it's normal to have forward head posture. I'll probably get up every two hours and, and walk a few feet. You know, there you go. go back. But every half hour, <clears throat> my boss might have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, some other things is there's a lot of medications that people take that will cause what we call bruxisms or grinding of the teeth. Okay. Medications. Um, there's a couple of them. Uh, you know, like Effexor, that's one. Um Haldol, Lavox, Paxil, Prozac, Zoloft, all those things. Those are pretty common, but people, yeah. those will cause people to grind their teeth. And so um, so the way it works is with that forward head posture, the muscles that attach to your jaw get out of balance. You know, and with the forward head posture, the muscles get out of balance, and then you have neck issues. Mm-hmm. And basically, when you look at the jaw, you actually have to look at the head, the jaw, and the neck as one unit because you you can't really separate them from each other. Okay? Right. And so, um, as a chiropractor, I've always looked at the neck. Um, but what we're having to do now, there's a lot more TMJD coming into the office. And so, what we have to do now is we have to work not with just the neck, but we have to work with the forward head posture. We have to work with uh, balancing the muscles. There are muscles of mastication. 
That's what you use the muscles to chew with. Okay. And so there's a there's a muscle called temporalis muscle, which is right in the temple bone, mm-hmm. and it runs straight down to your jaw. Okay. And it helps you close. Um, there's another one called the the masseter. It's a big muscle. Like if you see a big old pit bull or something like that with a big, that's that big side muscle on the cheeks. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know that runs from a little arch on your face all the way down to your jaw. That's a big thick muscle. Now a lot of people will have these muscles and they're just so tense. Because what happens when people have stress? What do they do? They clench. Yeah. They grind their teeth. Yeah. And so. Um, there's another one that runs underneath your chin all the way to the back and it opens as well. Um, so it, it's, it actually is behind the jaw, right at the base of the skull, underneath the ear. Um, and then there's one inside, inside your mouth. It actually helps open the jaw and it's the internal pterygoid. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do to help folks like this, but, uh, a big part of it is, is just doing massage on some of these muscles of mastication and working on the trigger points. Um, we'll use laser and then, um, we'll even, uh, there's, there's four different classes that we call for, uh, for jaw dysfunction. Well, I'm, I'm still amazed that we have so many muscles in our face. Oh, uh, <laughs> I used to know all the muscles. I don't remember what they are now, but yeah, I bet that's something in chiropractic school that you have to learn pretty much. Yeah. Um, maybe there's 26 muscles. Wow. I can't remember, but, uh, and it takes more to frown than to smile. I do know that. There you go. So if you want to burn calories, (laughs) smile a lot, smile. Yes. (laughs) You want to be lazy? Just be a frowner. (laughs) Turn that frown upside down. Yeah. So, um, so anyhow, if we get somebody in, there's different classes of jaws. There's a basic class, which is like, you know, they've got a little bit of jaw pain. They're having a little bit of popping, that type of thing. And uh, there's normal measurements that we look for when you open your jaw and slide it to the right and slide it to the left. But uh, that person, uh, you know, the basic, real simple one usually responds really easy to chiropractic care. Usually I'll have somebody like that in the office. And they'll be like, you know, Doc, by the way, you know, my jaw has been hurting me. We've been working on her neck, and so I'll work on her jaw. And. After a couple of visits, it usually goes away. So it's really an uncomplicated case. Um, there's another one that uh, is called the drifter. Oh, that sounds like me. The high plains drifter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so when you look at their pattern, when they open up, um, your jaw should go straight up and down. Okay. But it'll drift when you go to the all the way to the bottom. It'll drift either to the right or to the left. And, you know, the drifter, uh, you know, will adjust their neck. Uh, we'll work on their muscles, their jaw muscles. And uh, I usually give them home care for, for training and stuff like that, uh, exercises and that. And sometimes we'll adjust them and sometimes they won't. A lot of times it'll just correct on its own after we just do a few things. Um, it'll come back instead of drifting. Okay. It'll return, yeah. That and sounds so like a pretty actually, easy. You can, you can change the pattern that that jaw goes in. But if you've got jaw problems and it's sliding out to the side, to the, to the left, or it's clicking or popping, it's just a matter of time before it's really going to hit you. Typically, it'll, it'll happen during a stressful time, you know. Yeah. Or maybe during the holidays when you chew on something you shouldn't have chewed on and you're stressed out. But uh, anyhow... 
Yeah, holiday um, stress. We did a whole show on that back uh, back last year. Yeah. And it can cause some issues. Yeah. And so there's some other things that we do, like performance muscle technique. That's where we work on muscles that are short, and we stretch them. You ever seen them at the football field where they're stretching their hamstrings? Mm-hmm. And they, Absolutely. And yeah. they'll push against some of these stretching, and it'll relax, and it it, it lengthens the muscle. We have to do the same thing for some people with their jaws because one side's short and the other side's long, and it's affecting your bite, it's affecting your jaw, and all that fun stuff. Okay. So um, then there's a comebacker. <laughs> I love these names. The comebacker. Well, uh, what happens is it's a drifter that just comes back. So it shifts off to the side and then it comes back to the center. I, if you you look in the mirror, you'll, you'll probably pick some of this stuff up. Okay. Um, listeners can just look at themselves and if you want to, you can put a dot right in the center of your jaw and just open slowly and close slowly and you'll see the, the, the comebacker will go off to this one side or the other and it'll just come right back right to center. How about that? Yeah. Okay. And then when they open it, it does that. When they close it, it does the same. It's a pattern. Okay. It's a pattern of uh, dysfunction. And so, you know, when we talk about repetitive stress injuries, you know, somebody tears a, like an anterior longitudinal ligament mm-hmm. and say, hey, man, I'm going to go out and run five miles. Don't do that. <laughs> what will happen to the joint or to the ligament? It'll get torn, right? Yeah. That, you don't want that. Same thing when somebody has a jaw problem. It's like they want to chew. They want to talk. They want to kiss. They want to do all these crazy things. Well, not crazy things, but those are that's very similar. Most people don't understand it, but it's like a ligament injury or, or a muscular ligamentous injury in your jaw. And so, okay. That makes that's yeah. easy to view it that way. So that's a good analogy yeah. that, that uh, you can use with some of this stuff. Um, you know, and so with each one of these, there's a specific type of uh, protocol that we have. The last one is called the dragon jaw. Oh boy. I've known yeah. people like that. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one here, they'll hear a large, they'll have a shift and they'll hear a clunk and you can actually see it when they open or close their mouth. Um, and it's stuck. Um, it can be stuck in the open position or stuck in the closed position. I've had somebody come in like that. And you can hear it. They're in pain. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so we do everything we can on this patient. This patient's going to take a while to get better, but in many cases they've had it their whole life, Mm. you know, and, um, when it when it goes it goes yeah um but it's excruciatingly painful um there's actually a, a disc that's between your bone your jaw bone the head of your jaw bone and the, the cavity that it fits up into and that disc gets clunked out it just pops out mm. yeah that doesn't sound good. very painful yeah. and so um, yeah, it, it puts a lot of pressure on the jaw. And it's usually one side, not both sides. Okay. But uh, sometimes if it's closed, um, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. And they have to go get some injections and have somebody just put them under anesthesia and just break it open. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So this isn't fun stuff. No, it's This is not. not fun stuff. This is extremely debilitating. Oh. Very much so. Just that. So um, go ahead and ask me why I took this class, just out of curiosity. Say, Dr. Banning, why did you take this TMJD class anyway? All right. So this is what happens. Um, There's a lot of oral professionals out there, like, say, dentists or orthodontists. And uh, 
oral surgeons. Yeah. And they do tremendous work on their patients, uh, dentistry, orthodontic work, and oral surgery. But especially the, the orthodontist and the dentist, uh, a lot of them have their own specialty. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, cavities or bridge work or cosmetic work. And, uh, you know, that's what they want to do. That's their niche. Right. And then when I have a patient that comes in with a jaw problem, it's like, man, I don't want to take care of this. And so one of the reasons I'm, I'm getting more into this is because I want to work with a lot of the oral professionals out there, like the dentists and the orthodontists, and just uh, you know, let them know there's a, there's a way that we can work on this. I like to support what they do. Yeah. Um, they're still the oral experts, you know. Um, I just like to support a, a good, healthy uh, jaw that and, and, and help stabilize it, make it function better. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's really good because the patient has better lifestyle. So we do get a few referrals from dentists, but I'm going to probably work on, you know, talking to some of the dentists and the orthodontists and sharing what we do. And, and so that's one of the reasons I got into it. Okay. That makes a lot of so, sense. Yeah. There's, there's a really uh, easy market out there. The big thing is they want to make sure that you're taking good care of their patients. Yeah. And uh, they want to know what's what's going on. And then, um, you know, we'll take care of their patients. A lot of times we'll have patients that, uh, you know, are having TMJD, and I'll call up the dentist or the orthodontist and talk to them. And say, hey, just letting you know, we're trying to help them with, the, you know, their jaw problem. And they're usually happy because that means they can do their work, too. Well, that's going the extra mile. It is, but it's just it's just finding a need and trying to, to, to fill it. That's awesome. That's so, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great when and, doctors work together like that. Yeah, it's we just call it co-managing. But the, the typical person that would get a TMJD issue or a jaw problem is usually a female that's uh, probably maybe in her early life, teenager, mm-hmm. up into their like 30s or 40s. Really? Yeah. That's I would never have guessed that. College age, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, a lot of them are type A type personalities mm-hmm. or achievers or drivers, you know, um, that's just for some reason, that's just who has it mostly. Well, who needs to be worried? Like if I woke up tomorrow morning and my jaw was hurting, what should I be worried or could it just be, uh, you know, the way I slept? Uh, yeah, it could be a combination of things. It could be a neck problem. Um, it could be a problem with your jaw or your muscles. Um, you know, and so a lot of times people just come in and, when they have a jaw problem, usually they'll have something else. They'll have face pain or numbness or shooting pain in their, you know, around their ears. Mm-hmm. And so we'll evaluate them. We'll do an, a, a consultation with them, ask them who else they've seen, what they've tried, and uh, lifestyle questions. You know, <laughs> we had one lady in here, her jaw was getting better, and she says, I just got a coupon, two for the price of one, a jelly bean, a bag of jelly beans. I'm like, <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> I love jelly you know? beans. <laughs> oh, yeah. I eat them so, all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect dentist food. <laughs> it keeps the dis- dentist in business. I know yeah, that much. Definitely. <laughs> but um, so we just ask lifestyle questions and then we look at their spine. We, we evaluate their jaw and then we do motion studies of their of their jaw and their neck. And then we sit down and go over what, what we found and what we need to get correct the problem. That's awesome. Sounds simple. Um, it is simple, but it's also complicated because the jaw pain can be very, um, it can be tied into patients lifestyle or stress cycles and things like that. So sometimes it can be a little, 
more complicated, but it, it, overall it's, it's not most, most things that we do here at this office are not complicated. That's true. That's true. They're simple and not painful. I yeah. enjoy, I enjoy coming in. But the thing is, I think as with any other pain, jaw pain, it's not okay. It's not normal to live with. And surgery often is not required. It's, it's just a simple or not really, it's a simply complicated, I guess we could say. Well, no one likes to get their face cut on. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I know exactly I mean, what you're saying. That scar on your face will be there forever. Yeah. So, um, but there are times when uh, it is necessary. Sure. And um, I guess that's if someone's let it go too long or if it's from a serious trauma. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the only option in that case. But they can still come to your offices and find out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. What else? What else you got for us on TMJD before we cut out of here? You know, that's probably about it. There's probably lots of other things. But, well, so, okay, so um, supportive procedures that we do here, we do the adjustment. We do the uh, – I actually do the massage of the muscles. Oh, really? I was yeah. thinking maybe one of the – No, um, I'll do it myself. And sometimes what we'll do is I may have a, a massage therapist like – Siobhan is really good with cranial sacral. She can do cranial sacral type massage, which is really good for TMJD. Um, we also have lasers yeah. that work really well with, with uh, TMJD. So we usually just uh, combine a couple of things. Um, and obviously, if they have forward head posture or reverse curve in their neck, that's a big. That's what I would call a contributing factor to TMJD. Usually what happens in, in the literature and the research is that... Um, Neck problems are a contributing factor to TMJD. It's it prolongs it. It it makes it worse. Over okay. Time. Yeah. And so, so Doctor Benning, we, we've talked a lot about TMJ and and you know the chewing and the things like that. What are some other areas that that we need to be concerned? What what are other causes? I guess I should ask of TMJ. Um, well, we talked about sitting at a desk, forward head posture. Those are simple repetitive stress type things. Um, kids looking down at their, their phone or their devices and so forth. Those are those should be pretty obvious. Uh, some, some ones that are not so obvious is when somebody has a concussion, um, wrestling. Oh, I did um, that in high school. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a very physical sport. Uh, you know, getting in a headlock and getting your head or your jaw cranked on. Um, martial arts. Um, people you know, punching each other in the face and all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. Jiu-jitsu. Yes. Uh, you name them, all of the, all the physical contact defense type type sports. Uh, soccer. Kids can get hit with a soccer ball really hard in the face or in the head and have some serious issues, concussions. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I actually have a patient that had that happen to her, and uh, she had a concussion, and she had a lot of issues with severe headaches, and she did have jaw issues as well. Um, um, the other thing is, is, uh, you know, volleyball, any type of a sport, uh, where, where you're getting contact, um, baseball, especially the catcher, a lot of collisions there for the yeah, catcher. That's right. Yeah. Head on collisions there. Um, and speaking of head on collisions, uh, car accidents, getting struck from behind, um, you know, your, your neck goes through the whiplash process. Um, your shoulder is actually held down by the lap belt, but the rest of your body moves around and that includes your jaw. And so we take, take care of a lot of people that have car accidents that would uh, that have TMJD as well as a result of the car accident. I think it's a good rule of thumb. If you're ever in a car accident of any kind to, to seek uh, 
your local chiropractor's yeah. advice. Especially. You know, and they'll go to the ER, and the ER says, hey, you're not bleeding to death, um, you know, which is a good service, you know. Oh, sure. You don't that's have good a to punctured know. lung or a, <laughs> a lacerated spleen or a lacerated liver, but that's not health care. That's crisis care. Right. And after that's over with, it's like, well, man, I've got this horrible headache. I can't move. I can't sleep. That's where you need to go to a chiropractor. Yeah. Yeah. So. All righty. All right. Well, if you're having jaw pain or, or wondering if maybe you do have uh, TMJD, we would love to see you here at uh, White House Chiropractic. That's if you're in the Middle Tennessee area. And if you're listening from outside of Middle Tennessee, go ahead and uh, give the give the office a, a call. And um, Dr. Banning, what is the number here? 615-672-7878. Go ahead and call that number and let them know you heard about it here on Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. We're located in White House, Tennessee, which is uh, really convenient for Nashville and the surrounding areas. So you can stop by here and talk to Dr. Banning, call the office, set up an appointment, or you can go on the website. There's a form to fill out there to ask the doctor. And if you just go to whitehousechiropractic.com, you can fill that out. You get all your answers uh, or your questions answered there. If you leave a question, we'll get back to you either via email or uh, may even answer it here on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. And we'll be back next week with another interesting subject. Dr. Banning, have a great week. Thanks. You too.